crazy. I had to cut all my apps off and everything. All right. So, back to what I was saying. Kurt Hannon's on that list because he's one of the smoothest wrestlers ever. From the way he feels, one is perfect place. A lot of people try to duplicate it, but it's only one perfect place. Yeah. So, he definitely is one on my list. Uh, one I'm going to name right off the bat. Ricky Dragon Steamboat. Yeah, best arm drags ever. I'm going to say this. I'm a huge fan of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Out of all 80s wrestlers, Ricky and Rick are probably my favorite ones. Yeah. I mean, that's another one I put on my list. Rick, you know. Yeah. Because how I see it is, Ricky, Ricky Steamboat was just all around amazing. Had a he was he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest wrestling. I agree, definitely. Like you can look at all his work from whatever he was doing in the WWF, the NWA. Just oh my gosh, I watch Ricky this. Plus this, Ricky Steamboat is one of the only wrestlers who came back in 2009 and had a good match with Chris Jericho. Yeah, indeed. And that wasn't, and that wasn't just Chris Jericho, because Ricky was going out there and we did it in Chris's ass. Yeah. The mom drags, man. That's in the business. Ever. I'm just in the business. Ever. Well, another, another one on my list, I get it out of the way. I say Ric Flair because I mean, he was one. Of, he was one of the original ring generals. Yeah. He could carry someone through a match. Also, he was one of the few at the time. He would attack a body part like nobody's business. And the Definitely. figure four, like how he sold the figure four if it was from pulling the ropes or having J.J. Jillen pull his arms for more pressure. Exactly. Because it's crazy to think. Rick made forget the ring psychology that the figure four, all you had to do was to get out of it was just to start striking the meat. That's how good Rick Flair was, Good, how good he was in, in the technical style. Yeah. Yeah. But I can definitely Ric Flair there. Another one I'm going to say, hey, I might just add like a fourth pick on here because there are guys I'm thinking about who's going in my head right now. I've already named Ricky and Ricky one to name. And you know what? This is going to be controversial because he's not his brother. I'm picking Joe Malenko over Dean Malenko. Interesting. How I see it is, Joe Malenko and Dean Malenko are the same situation as Brett and Owen. Interesting. Because when you think about it, I say Joe was was a little bit better in the ring than Dean was. Dean was a great wrestler. Dean was one of the best of all time. But mm-hmm. Joe Malenko, I feel like if Joe Malenko would have been able to get over stateside, he would have been one of the biggest wrestlers in WCW, probably by the WWF. Okay. I mean, wow. just I would say a dark horse pick to me. No, my dark horse is a little bit dark horse is out there, but I say it. Okay, so my third one is obvious is uh, Kurt Angle. I've, one of us has to say the best. Yeah, Kurt Angle's definitely on that list. He could he could uh, give it to you anyway. He could give it to you anyway. Reversal game was uncanny. I mean, the cha- him and Benoit chain wrestling alone is legendary. I mean, was, don't get me wrong. I want to add a fourth too because Daniel Bryan deserves to be up there. I mean, the damn technical wrestler of the year the award is named after the damn guy. Yep. Nine-time award winner, the most ever. I mean, Daniel Bryan deserves to be up there. No, that's why I added a fourth spot, because Daniel Bryan is my fourth. 
Yeah. Let me give you a new guy too. Let me give you a new guy to put up there. I think Zach Zebra Jr. deserves to be up there. I was gonna say Zach Saber Jr. too. Yeah. You, you, know, I, you know I'm Suzuki gun bias too. So <laughs> that's my favorite stable. Yeah, I was just gonna say Zach Saber Jr. as my third, but now that he is off is technically kinda off the list. My third is Chris Benoit. No, we can't say his name in public. <laughs> it's way so hard, and I'm gonna specify this: the audience, everyone listening, drop a dislike or anything. You know what? Fine, I get it. If you don't necessarily agree with what Chris Benoit did, allegedly, uh, but Eric, uh, yes, allegedly, because I. I can't put my full into it. I'm sorry. I know it's controversial. Um, you can show more evidence that I my faith into it. But yeah, I'm judging Benoit. Yeah. I'm judging Benoit, the wrestler. If you can give me more, if you can give me more evidence, so I want to, I don't want to like stay on this because it's like, it's such a controversial thing that I want to talk about because it takes people's mind off of what we're truly trying to get across. It's honoring wrestling because I love talking about wrestling, and that's why I honor somebody. That's why I honor somebody like Chris Benoit, the wrestler, because Chris Benoit, the wrestler, ends up inspired me to start wrestling. Him and Daniel Bryan, the man who inspired me to become a technical wrestler. I'm going to straight out say it. Yeah, Chris Benoit put on some of my favorite matches of all time. The match he had with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 17. The triple threat match at WrestleMania 20. Almost every match, and so many matches that he's put on, I am quite a fan of. I love Chris Benoit. I love his technical side. I think Chris Benoit is maybe one of the best technical wrestlers of all time. And it's hard. (laughs) Yep. It's going to be hard for any new. I have so many legitimate technical dream matches that I want to see that I wish I could have saw, but unfortunately, his legacy was ended. His it was shattered by this whole controversy, and I it so it's had enough. I'm gonna bring my mood back up, but I absolutely love Chris Benoit the wrestler. I'm never going to yes if 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 the allegations become truly delight as true. Then it's going to be taking a lot of I, my eyes and my love for Chris Benoit away. But until then, I'm still always going to love Chris Benoit, the wrestler. When purest best suplexes in the whole business, fuck Brooks, Chris Benoit has the best suplexes. Oh my God, really? Over Taz? Yep. Uh, I think I got Taz. There's only one test plex, man. No that bridge, bridge on impact. That bridge and dragon. That bridge and dragon that Chris Benoit had. I mean, Taz had so many. The half nosing, the three the hard way, the hand test flex, the dragon test flex. Remember all those suplexes that Stone Cold gave that he got from that he gave the Stone Cold. Looked like he was yeah. murdering the man. I mean, yeah, Kurt was giving it to him too. They both gave each other ten. Yeah, Kurt up there. But that brings us to our fourth pick. What the dark horse? Not the dark horse. I'm regular just for. I already picked my four. Zebra was my four. ZSJ is your fourth. Huh? Yeah, so my four was um, Rick, Zach Zebra, Daniel Bryant, and Kurt Hennig. Uh, so you already, yeah, you picked Daniel Bryant. Damn it. Mm-hmm. So my four has to be the hearts then. Has to be what? Has to be the hearts. You got to pick one. Mm, that's the hard part. 
No. This is a execution. I'm sorry. You know, I think Owens is, is better overall, but Brett got that. Yeah, Brett is better when you look at it from just an in-ring standpoint, but if you include everything else, then I say Owens better. Yeah, I was about to say, Brett got that. <laughs> yeah, because like, oh, I'm very curious to hear your dark horse, though. My dark, you want me to go ahead and say my dark horse? Yeah, I'm very curious. Hang on, let me just talk about Bret Hart, the greatest wrestler. He let a he let a bulldog who was smoking a crack three weeks into a match <laughs> to a perfect SummerSlam '92 main event. He saved. You think he was on crack? You think Bret was on crack? He said him in was smoking crack for the last three weeks before that show. <laughs> yeah, that match was like an hour too, damn dude. It was like forty five minutes. And and uh So that was legit just Brett carrying him the whole time. Yeah. But Shelton Benjamin. You see a dark horse is what? Shelton Benjamin. Interesting. I got to say it, it's Shelton Benjamin. That's not bad. That's not too bad. All time technical, though? So, I'm disappointed at you. I heard you. I'm disappointed at you. You put Eddie Guerrero, your man, on that list? He's definitely over Shelton, ass. Okay, if you want a dark horse, Hulk Hogan can be a dark horse. <laughs> Don't. Hulk Hogan. It's like, no, let me stop. Somebody, people's task. Easy. Taz. ECW Taz. Fucking 96 to 2000 Taz. Give me somebody who can who was better than him in suplexes and submissions. Nah, I'm sorry. Taz had too many varieties. At what point Taz was doing over 20 different suplexes? Yeah, commentary is a different thing, and he was better ECW at commentary because he could say what he want. I don't know, man. I seen I seen Taz break arms. I seen Taz put people to sleep. Oh yeah, they were asking for it, and that's the thing too. In a hardcore place like ECW, Taz was the only one that didn't really have to resort to weapons. But if you force him to, he'd fucking break your neck through a table. (laughs) 
off a suplex at the hip. Especially if you put you in that, especially if you put you in that four Nelson suplex. Oh man, through the table. Oh man. But honestly, you know who else was slept on? That was an ECW that was great in technical wrestling? Chris Candino. Amazing. He was amazing. Definitely. Because he don't have, he really don't have a feature spot to shine. That's why. He don't have a feature spot. All right, let's talk about female technical wrestlers now. Charlotte's Charlotte up there. Oscar. Ember Moon getting their chops. Ember Moon showed me something at um, TakeOver New Orleans. Yeah, man, she got some work to do. I ain't going to lie. They timing was off that match at TakeOver. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, we my bad. We forgot a female too, Becky Lynch. Yeah, and I like the fact that she used her hair on that choke. That was dope. Good storyteller. Yeah, it's natural. She's a fighter. That's why I thought Ronda Risley would be great in the ring. Sounds familiar. I know what you're talking about. I forgot what it's called, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people was in Japan back then. I never forget. I saw this one woman's match, and it was a legitimately, legitimately, legitimately a shoot fight. Two chicks beat blood out of each other. I forgot, but one girl looked like Bull. Bull Nakano back in the day, but it wasn't her. Oh, my God. Tremendously. But back to 90s and technical wrestlers, what about Ultimo Dragon? Ultimo Dragon, he was a beast. Great Muda. Yeah. Him and Liger, they'll never quit. But if we're talking about all-time period, he got to be on that list. Him and Hayabusa. Do you know Hayabusa of the 450? 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had probably my favorite tag team match of all time. It was uh Hayabusa and I forgot that dude's name, but he had that little run in WWF, you know, with all the Japanese tattoos on his body, front and back. I can't think of his name. I know in WWF it was Hakushi, but damn, I can't think of a Japanese name. But it was him and Hayabusa versus RVD and Sabu in nineteen ninety eight. I think it was Heat Wave 98. Classic. Nah, Dynamite Kid was been gone by then. It was in 98. Yeah. Nah, nah, that that match I'm talking about, that five-star classic, that was in the 80s. It was him versus Tiger Mask back in the day. Yeah, but that match in, that tag match in 98 is a classic. That'll be my gem of the day if you want to watch that. He weighed 98 tag match, Sabu and RVD versus uh, Hayabusa. And I would just say Hakushi, the guy that's damn uh, Japan name. <laughs> really? Is that the one they had on SmackDown? With like Jericho and Benoit, Benoit almost killed his damn self. Wow. Too bad Power Trip was double though. See, my, t- my top tag team matches will be all over the place, like 90s, 80s, and everything. Because, I mean, Harlem, he- Harlem Heat has some classics as a tag team. Harlem Heat and the Steiners. Man, what was that? Oh, that's up there. That was a great match. I mean, that Us- Usos and New Day been putting on lately. They two out of three. They two out of three falls match was dope. No, no, I'm tripping. My bad. They- I mean, they hell in the cell. My bad. They hell in the cell match was dope. Oh, it's up there. That's true. So what is your favorite Hell in a Cell match of all time? What, Take Your Mankind? I think it's overrated. I, cause it's, only, it's only two spats you remember out of that whole match. Like, no moves was really done. It was just deftifying. The shock value, don't get me wrong, shock value alone makes it one of the greatest matches ever in WWF history. But nothing was done. It was overrated. If you being a guy of in-ring work and all that in psychology, you should you should understand that. Like, if anything, the first Hell in a Cell match was better than that. Sean and Taker was better than that with K. And then Kate coming down at the end was icing on the cake, making his debut.
But to take it though, he legitly killed him, so. I've been watching that laugh. It was hard to watch. It was unbelievable. Yeah, I was like, what, an 11-year-old, 10-year-old kid? I wasn't even 11 yet. I was about to be 11. A 10-year-old kid watching that. Yeah, it was kind of... It, 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 I was wincing. I'm not going to lie. But, you know, another great one that slept on, Brock versus Taker, the first one they had. That's... Would he split take a head wide open with the steps? Mm-hmm. Park was Yeah, that was a good one. I could. Yes. Yeah. But that's 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 the crazy thing about it. That was like the only moves that were done in that match. <laughs> Nah, I mean, shit, the Border Room Brawl was, like, one of my favorite. It was innovative. It was interesting. And then the twist at the end with Paul Bear turning on Taker. Oh, man, that was a classic bar storyteller. I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that because that's when Michaels proved that he can do it all when he did that, when he did that flying sweet chin music. That was one of the early table spots, too. The one, the first was one of the early ones. The first table spot I remember was when uh, Diesel put him to the table. Yep. Yep. I mean, if you want to be technical about it, who really made tables famous was Public Enemy. They started all that for real, for real. Public Enemy. They were, because they was doing that in the night, or like 91, 92. Early, EC, early ECW, WCW days, Public Enemy was doing that. Everything is. Ain't enough. It ain't enough one table spots if you ask me. Oh, every pay per view. The announcer table spot. Yeah. <laughs> you could go on uh, WrestleMania 34. How about that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> mm hmm. 
Watch the. That's true. I guarantee they use one at backlash. Mm-hmm. First match be a table match. <laughs> I'm not going to go on a rant. You know how I feel about that bullshit. And then on top of that garbage. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I'm going to be too pissed. But, uh, what about... Yeah, we should, we should do it like the night before. But, um... Uh... Also, like, what happened today about that? I heard they changed it. It's Taker versus Jericho now. In the casket match still? Uh, he must have took a break for Fozzie. Okay, so he's just out there to secure the bag. That's cool. Really? Yeah, because like I, I, I can see that because Jericho got some unfinished business with Naito. Yeah, you got some unfinished business. You gotta fight Naito. I don't know. Yeah, you know they run. You know they run Japan as far as merch. But the club out here is popular, but over there it's still not far. Definitely. Definitely. Very. Very. Mm. That'll be cool. But speaking of Japan, I want to ask you, what is your honest opinion about Switchblade Jay White? I'm listening. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm And what stable is this joint? 
Oh, that's a good look. That's a that's an interesting dynamic though. Because you know, Chaos is like the baby face of the baby face and he's like anti hero, so did he join them strictly because he hates the bullet club that much? No. Uh-huh. That makes sense. Man, but let me ask you this, though. This going into the future as far as, you know, New Japan and everything after the all-in show and all that stuff, do you think Cody Rhodes is going to end up winning the IWGP heavyweight title one day? Yeah, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Uh huh. My favorite. And that's crazy that all the top stars in Japan got their own crew. But if WWE did the same, they get they get shitted on for that. Like the shield. That's true. What about the white? What about the white family? That's true, but who he in a fight and take it, right? So we'll, we would have let him retire with the street. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I never got that. That's true. Bray always loses feud. That was like a guarantee Bray would lose the pay-per-view match. And kill wrestle and ring. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, break and go. Yeah. Was he considered was he considered Finn Balor a technical wrestler or Prince Divot? Yeah. I think he's pretty balanced. It's up there. I like that one is Sammy Zane's. Oh, Cedric got a great one too. It land on his feet. And it's so effortless. He does it so easy. It's so smooth. Definitely. Yeah. That's how you get a lot of friends in this business that like to book you for a lot of shows. Yes. Uh, with the forum. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's hoping that. Yeah, it was for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been so. I like Grandmaster Leak Suicide Dive. Man, he should have been first Cruiserweight champion, honestly. Yeah, he should have been. Yeah. So, go ahead. Now you go ahead, sir. Let me let me ask you this question. I think it's a legit question. Who do you think has the best mic work in the WWE right now? Mm-hmm. Hands down. Okay. What about K? Is KO up there?
Mm-hmm. Kevin Steen was the dude, though, back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that guy. He gonna be he he might be a star when he get called up too, Adam Cole. Yeah, man. She has her moments. Of course. Like Sasha. Like Sasha had pretty decent might work when she was a hill. They used to what is it called a ratchet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was pretty, he was pretty damn, she was pretty. Yeah, the queen of botch. I love her, but she the queen of botch. I just think, I just seen a 25 would have retired because of her, her silliness. And then. Definitely. Hey, I'm sorry, go ahead. She was just entering a pram. It's sad. Like fourteen. Mhm. 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 Yeah, that's true. All that work for nothing, huh? Yeah. But it's sad is no one wanna take responsibility for it. Would have been a good match.
You heard me? Would have been a good match. I'm sorry. Definitely. I mean, everybody remember night after WrestleMania 2013. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with that. They were definitely pioneers, especially Paige. From the work she did in the NXT to that. I remember that, too. But you know what, though? I mean, a lot of people in your generation does this, and a lot of people in my generation kind of disagrees. What makes, really, AJ Lee great? Yes. I mean, she she was known for fucking everybody on screen, allegedly. Like, as far as her own camera persona. She was getting tossed around by everybody. Yeah. I know. She didn't have enough chance to sign. They're always trying to make her a manager or something instead of an in-ring talent. I think she was like five, five years too early. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did like her personality. Like she could have created up, up, down, down, like herself. She was like a super nerd. Everybody followed her. Everybody loved her. She was the first to really bring out that persona. When they let her, she sure did. In a way, yes, she did. Oh, very much so. Consequences creep. <laughs> Oh my God! You over Mark Henry? I mean, Farouk, Ron Simmons. Jay Lethal? You think he's better than Jay Lethal? I agree. That's true. He's still young. If they let him shine.
Over Big E? I, I, I have to disagree. Big E, definitely. Big E, ready. Nah, Big E, ready. Big E, ready. I'm sorry. Big E, been ready. He's been ready for years. I mean, when he first came out, like his NXT persona was great. His five five counts, his five count persona was great to me. Yeah, because he he didn't know he had a decent mic skill until New Day. New Day really, you know, stepped his mic skills up. I mean, oh man. Man, trust me, Bobby Lashley will be up there. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. I mean, we're being represented out there right now. I mean, tightest worldwide. I mean, you got to think about it. Jobbers are not tight. has been in the WWE for what? He ain't get fired. Darren Young did. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but that was, you know what I mean? That was conduct. That wasn't really because he wasn't good enough in the ring to be a WWE performer. <laughs> He's not a bad wrestler, though. No, they they not ready. They still not ready for wrestlers to fully come out the closet. That's why. I mean now, but they wasn't when he came out. Cause that. That is true. It was like no build up or nothing. Of course. You would have had the rainbow Violet Club t shirts. <laughs> Crazy. Somebody should have told her to worry about your divas. Maybe, maybe, but then again, I mean, he is the most metro looking, he the most metrosexual looking person on the roster. Honestly. Yeah. Not at all.
I know, because you had no demon at WrestleMania. Yeah, but you know, the. Go ahead. That's true. But you know what, man? We talked about a lot tonight, but to wrap it up and bring it home, I had to ask you, man. Who is the best technical wrestler to you of all time? Chris Benoit? <sighs> I want to say Rick. I want to say Kurt Henning. I have to say Kurt Angle. You could, because before Kurt Angle, I'd never seen chain submission like that. You know, reversal to reversal submissions and the variations of his finisher. Like when he started putting the grapevine on the ankle lock, it was a wrap to me. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm about to go do some old man stuff. What is that? <laughs> The master lock. <laughs> Peace. Good recording.